Welcome to The Everyday Salon, a podcast about the everyday challenges, triumphs, and best practices of growing a successful salon business. And speaking of challenges, your host Brandon Hensley and his wife Janet have seen their fair share as they own and operate the multi-location tangerine salons in Dallas, Texas. Be sure to subscribe as each episode explores topics designed to inspire creativity and educate on best practices for a thriving business. We are excited that you've joined us. So let's get started with today's podcast. Take it away, Brandon. Well, look at us. Two weeks in a row, Lauren. Yeah, we're super consistent now. Yeah, so hopefully we will be more consistent with the podcast. And as I, it really astounds me as I look at our stats on the podcast, we are literally listened to around the world. Several places in England listen to us, in Canada. Even I've seen Mexico tune yeah, in, which is, is uh, you know, pretty neat. Maybe we need to do an, uh, a Spanish version. Um, um, I, let me just learn Spanish really quickly <laughs> and then we right. can definitely do that. But, uh, but yeah, so it's really neat that we have, we have listeners all over the, obviously all over the country and then, and then, you know, I say all over the world, but it's basically two other countries, three other countries, but still it's pretty neat. Right. And so we are trying to be a little more consistent, but again, if this is your first time on the podcast, then I would invite you to go and listen to some past episodes because we've had some really fantastic guests, some great salon leaders, and just some great inspirational stories as well. So um, jump back into the the archives and, and take a listen. Sure. Yeah, and also what they tell me, Lauren, is that the more five-star reviews we get on Apple Podcast the better it is for the algorithms. Oh, so we need more five-star so reviews. if you're listening... And if you like us, go down and give us a five-star rating. Yeah. And if you don't like us, go down and give us a five-star rating. (laughs) And so that would really help. But anyway, welcome. And we hope that, you know, you find some value. Today, we're going to talk about something kind of fun, which is our uh, partnership with the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we are the official salon of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. So every year, it's our biggest thing that we really get out of the partnership, which is CMT comes in and they take over our salon and they film the makeover day for the rookies. Yeah. For the rookies. Yeah. Yeah. For the rookies on the television show, making the team with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. So what is that like? And when did we start that? So we have, um, speaking of our archived episodes, I think we have a whole episode on how our partnership with the DCC started and kind of some of the perks we get out of that. Um, But this is by far the biggest marketing perk. And you basically connect directly with production for CMT and they plan out the whole day. And yeah, they definitely take over the salon. And this year was a little, we actually met with them today. We did, which spurred this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so uh, being with COVID, I learned that California, Hollywood, all of those Mm -hmm. things, they think it's the first day of COVID. Right. The discrepancies between states' regulations for COVID is mind-boggling, but particularly when California people come to Texas. Yeah. And not just (laughs) California people, but they were talking about unions and Mm -hmm. guilds. and We don't have any of that here. And yeah. So anyway, so I had to put my foot down on a couple of things, but um, but back into it. So we started uh, when? So 2016 was our first makeover day. And I would say we went in blindly and maybe trusted CMT too much in what they wanted to do, um, which us in the salon industry, we know how to schedule a day. There was 26 girls, I think that first year, just over 25. And we were like, oh, we can do 26 appointments in like 
three hours. You know, we can knock out a hundred appointments in eight hours. So we could do 26 in no time at all. Um, but when you factor in all the filming, cutting, doing the consultations directly with Kelly and Marshall, talking to each girl individually, this first day stretched to 21 hours long. Yeah, it was nuts. But but I'm glad that the longest day happened on the first, the first time year, we did we it. The first year, we learned a lot from that. Well, and everybody was still, I mean, it was fun because mm-hmm. all of our stylists were going to be on TV. I mean, it was a, it's a real Hollywood production. It's oh, not just yeah. some, you know like some vlog or anything. No, this was five or six cameramen. They come in and they just totally take over putting lights everywhere. Two or three lights. sound they guys. Almost, they It's the magic of reality TV too. They kind of move stuff around to add like background objects. So in the middle of the room, they'd put like a flower pot and you think that looks so random, but on camera it looks great. So Yeah. And the, and in fact, one of the biggest, the biggest, things that you see on TV. So in their interview where they mm-hmm. inter- go in and interview the girls, it's this really cool blue backlit and then with a Nevada shelf mm-hmm. on there and everything. But it's our laundry room. Yes, literally the laundry room. Literally the laundry room <laughs> that they just on mm-hmm. camera, they just light it, it looks really like well. it is a really nice lounge. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. In the first two years, we did um, our Dallas location, which Brandon is famous for not putting any office space at any of our salons. He uses up every square footage for revenue, which I'm sure he's talked about several times in our podcast. Amen, sister. <laughs> so we have literally two closets that also double as laundry, break room, storage everything is in there yeah so they come through and they need to do interviews quiet interviews one-on-one with the girls both before and after their looks and we have you know a water heater closet or a laundry room which would you like to choose from right and so it is in that first year was in our dallas location Mm -hmm. it's a two-story location and so it actually worked out good for filming because they were able to do some down shots and some really cool shots now the best thing that i like out of it obviously we're talking about marketing and so uh this is seen. This is actually, I think, the most viewed reality show on television still to this day. It's like the 18th yeah. season, something crazy like Forever. that. Yeah, and so it is still one of the most popular reality shows on television. And so we get a a you get fans that fly in uh, just to come to the salon to get their hair done because they saw it where the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders get their hair done. The biggest thing I've seen is employees. So we met with a stylist earlier today. We had a sit down with her and she was like, yeah, I first saw you guys on making the team. And I was like, I want to work there someday. And that's amazing to connect with an employee through that TV show. Yeah. And now she's probably going to be helping with this year's. uh, Oh yeah, she'll be there. So we invited her to come this year for the making the team. Right. So as far as the marketing, it's the best, it's the best marketing we get out of the partnership for sure, because it is such a, uh, a sought after demographic. It's Mm -hmm. our demographic that's watching the show. Yes. And it is, it, they do a great job. They make sure that they show our building, our sign. They say Tangerine Salon several times. Uh, and what's amazing is this isn't in the contract. No. Yeah. This, so the TV, they don't ever in our contract with our perks that we get, this is not part of it because they, they don't control if the TV show is going to be on again. Right. Cause it's season to season contract yeah, CM, through CMT. Yeah. So CMT could say, okay, we're not going to renew the show. And so mm-hmm. then they would, they, they would be reneging on their, um, contract with us. And so this is basically just icing on the cake. Just a perk. And it's the best icing. It's really the best yeah. perk. <laughs> so if you, uh, and so we've got several uh, YouTube videos uh, about it. And, and if you jump on, I'll link it in the in the show notes as well. But if you jump on tangerinesalon.net and click on that Dallas Cowboy uh, mm-hmm. cheerleader link, 
then you'll be able to see exactly our part in the TV show. And how we've participated. And I think the biggest question I get is, how do you pick who gets to go and participate as a stylist on the show? Because we have 80 stylists that work for the company. And this year, it's a particularly small makeover day. So we're only going to have eight stylists. Um, and so how we kind of invite those people. Yeah, so it's... it's um and it's a COVID thing too. Mm-hmm. And so it is much more scaled down. Oh yeah. This year it's socially distanced, less people. They're only going to bring in, I don't know if I can even say how many people they're bringing in, but yeah, it's not all not. the rookies. It's just a few of them. Um, and the people that will really have the true before and after makeover. So we have um, less than 10 participants from our team coming. Is this like a normal year? Cause I know in the very first few, we couldn't um, do anything on social media because it was like still a secret. Yeah, on who I think got we got picked. fussed at. So that first year, you know, we're all giddy. And honestly, after a 20 hour day, how do you even control what you're posting on social media? You're just trying to stay awake. But we were posting like selfies and there'd be a girl behind us and like, take that down. We don't want them to know that she's made it this far or until the episode airs. So they do try to keep it under wraps who makes it to the makeover day because it really will spoil quite a bit of the show if they know yeah. who's going to so be I'm at the makeover it's day. it's going to be the same way this year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but this year, so we, I didn't do the walkthrough. I was there, but you, you took them through the salon. Mm-hmm. They had a, they had how many people show up from the crew? Oh, yeah, like 10. Yeah, they had 10 people. But four of those people were COVID, like they were like COVID the, police? the COVID police for CMT and charting each room that didn't have good airflow, which one did. And yeah. And so, at the, so now we actually do it at our, our Frisco salon, which is on the Dallas Cowboy headquarters property. Right. And our next door neighbor is the Lincoln Experience Center. And that's the Lincoln uh, Motor Company. They have a, what they call an experience center where they have all the navigators where you can just come in, touch and feel them. Can't buy them there, but it's just really just a showcase, To experience, right? truly. And so, but they're fantastic neighbors and Evelyn and the crew there, they're, they always let us have meetings in there and all mm-hmm. kinds of things. And so they use part of that, part of their um, experience center for craft services. Yes. So the first two, first three years, we did it at our Dallas location, which is the biggest location. And at the time, I mean, it's beautiful. It's two stories. We could really spread out in there, but there wasn't any space to like break away. So if you needed to eat something, if people needed to talk to each other, we'd be sitting in the back silently because they were filming up front. And so when Frisco opened and we had access to that Lincoln Experience Center and it was already Cowboys branded, it was just a no brainer that that would be where we were going to do the makeover episodes. Yeah. And so that gives us the ability and CMT mm-hmm. and the in cheerleaders the and everybody to mm-hmm. to ha- actually have have a, have a space. Uh, but one of the things that um, that I was going to uh, say about that is with that partnership with Lincoln and, and with uh, the cheerleaders and everything, it really, really um, what I love about it too is it's such a great branding. It puts you know we're just a mom and pop. We're hey we've got five locations, but yeah we're by far the smallest Dallas Cowboys sponsor on <laughs> yes. the planet, right? Mm-hmm. They actually sent Jan and I on a trip to the Bahamas with a bunch of the sponsors. And I was there with the CEO of Lucchese. I was there with the, the um, one of the chief operating officers of Ford and Airbus. And like, yes. they're like, oh, well, so what company are you with? I'm like, uh, we're at Tampa. We do the hair. We're, we're, uh, yeah. we're at a little salon over here. <laughs> so, you know, and so, but it's, uh, but it's really neat to be able to put our, brand with mm-hmm. the with the Dallas Cowboys obviously is that as I mean maybe Coca-Cola and Dallas Cowboys are the two biggest brands on the planet uh, and then of course Lincoln is a great luxury brand to be right. you know so all of these things really help you know align us with luxury 
And that's what I really like is in the fact that whenever, you know, it's not cheap to come to Tangerine. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you align yourself with some premier brands like that, it really helps enforce that, makes people feel better about their purchase. Um, and so just like if somebody goes in and, and buys an expensive purse, they're buying a brand, they right. want to be associated with a luxury brand. So, Yeah, and this year particularly, we will have Marshall again. So if you've ever watched any of our makeover shows Marshall is kind of like the host of the yeah, makeover so, day. Yeah, so Marshall Hatley, he started with us when he was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. He was my wife's assistant. He worked behind the front desk um, when he was in hair school and has been with us for 16 years now. And um, and if you've seen Marshall, he, he's he's made for television. He's got, a, he's got an incredible personality. Such a character. Yeah, he and so he's got a great look and everything. And so whenever we made this partnership, I wanted him, you know, A, I wanted to reward it because he's been our most loyal employee. As, you know, I mean, he's awesome. He's like a son to Janet and I. You know, I know his whole family. I know mm-hmm. his grandmother. I mean, Nana Mark, was in the other day for her appointment. Right. So, <laughs> so I also wanted to, to reward him in the sense of thank you for, you know, just sticking with us in the early days. I was yeah. telling that story today is how we didn't know what we were doing. And the mm-hmm. people who stuck with us through that, I really tip my hat to them. So anyway, but plus, you know, he's just overall, he's what you think of when you think of a Dallas hairstylist, right? right. And he's just fabulous. Yes. Inside and out. He's just such a sweet guy. So he's perfect for this. Yeah. And so we made him the face of the television show and everything. So, and in fact, today he was actually on site at the Cowboys stadium with, yes. With Charlotte Jones yeah. and with Kelly Finglass and all of them. They were doing solo auditions today. So they have um, like many phases of the audition process to really dwindle. I think how many thousands of girls try out for this every year? It's insane. The number. It is insane. And this year, I think they started it and they did the same thing last year. Virtual initial auditions and then you get invited to do solos. So he gets to go up there and see some of the girls and he'll be a part of the process of picking who gets to participate in the makeover episode as well. And his role that day, he does all the consultations with Kelly one-on-one with the girls and really plans out what their look is going to be. And once they establish that look in the consultation, that is their look for the season. So they don't get to chop their hair off, add curls, do blonding, you know, how they style and color and cut it that day is what they keep through that calendar year until the next squad photo comes out. Yeah. Cause so it's, kind it's of yeah. pressure. Yeah. And it also makes it easy on us, mm-hmm. you know, so we, so we can plan on and, and they have set hairstylists that work on on the actual cheerleaders and things like that. So it makes it a little easy on us to, to, to know that. And so I wanted to touch back again with those, the COVID police oh, yeah. and how mm-hmm. interesting that was. So like I said, we, we met them at our Frisco salon today and literally had 10, they had 10 people show up and I have no idea. I, I recognize a couple of them. Or right. From one previous of, years. Yeah. One of them's the, I think he's, he's part of the, the producer or something, producer or a director of photography. He's mm-hmm. been there every year. And a couple of the other guys that recognized and then I have no idea. Then, like I said, there was like four COVID police mm-hmm. there. And so you had taken them on the tour of the salon just to, to show them what's been going on. And so I remember then they went into Lincoln and talked to Evelyn. And you came and said, yeah, they want our stylist to be masked and face shields and us to have uh, dividers, divide, plexiglass dividers between all the. I said, hold on. No, 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 no. COVID's over. <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah. But anyway, I said, I said, no, nobody's going to want, you know, why would hairstylists want to, if they can't even be seen who they are, why would they right. even do this there, you know? And so I actually got them, pulled them aside, the co- one, the main COVID police and the producer. And I just, I said, guys, this really, 
isn't going to work. I, I don't think I could get any takers to even show up, you know, as far as a hairstylist. And so I actually got it down to wear just masks. Right. And now this, they said this could all change. Now, this is because we, uh, the, um, uh, something in the filming guild and, and based in California TV has guild. their own regulations. Yeah, yeah. All of this, this is required for every TV production. Right. right? And so they said now they could totally change. And so it could be like, we don't even may not even have to wear masks by the time it gets. But I said, I said, there's zero chance we're going to wear face shields and there's zero chance I'm going to put up plexiglass dividers. You know, we, we took those out a long time ago and we're not looking back. Well, and this isn't an easy day for the stylist. I mean, it is a full day, even though they're only doing a handful of girls hair, it's very detail oriented, tedious. They don't get to work at their own speed. Sometimes they don't even get to blow dry or shampoo. Nor when do they, they want get to. to do what they think is best. They're exactly. doing what mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys tell them, tell them to do is the look for this person. Sure. And you know, there's, there's just a lot that goes on. So it's enough to just ask them to come. But if on top of that, they had to socially distance, be wearing surgical gear in order to do it, it's not that motivating of an offer. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And and so we pay them for the day. I mean, they're, yes, they're yeah, paid they're for the day. But at this point, the, the, the shine's worn off. Mm-hmm. It's just another day at work. Right. Right. And so... I, I, I just said, it's, it's just not going to work. And so they, so they actually relented. So I don't, I guess it's not that, I guess they're just being overly cautious because they, they said, okay, for the face mask, can we, can they get COVID tested? I said, nobody's going to get COVID tested to come to your filming <laughs> because COVID <laughs> testing, if you haven't had that thing shoved up your brain. Pretty uncomfortable. So I said, okay, what if we did a saliva test? Mm. I'm like, oh, I could probably do that. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, that's what we got it down to, a saliva test and a face mask. And vaccines. Yeah, and vaccines. Mm-hmm. And vaccines. So, um, and, you know, we've got a, a bunch of our team already vaccinated. So, it's not going to be, it shouldn't be a problem, right? I don't think so. Yeah. It, w- they'll be excited, but um, I think we're going to brand our face mask tangerine salon just to get some extra airtime yeah. for the biz. But my my true hope is, though, that the face masks don't I have know, to be there. I know. So much can change in the next 30 days. So, I'm yeah. not going not gonna to yeah. worry about it until maybe a week out. Yeah, and we're actually on Monday, we are making masks optional for staff, Yep, vaccinated staff. Vaccinated staff. Yeah, so we did that for clients two weeks ago, three yep. weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's gone really well. Yeah, I don't think we've had many negative reactions to people not wearing their masks in the building. I still see a lot of people wearing their masks, yeah. clients. I would say it's a good 50-50 maybe, mm-hmm. maybe 60-40. But yeah, so we're not we're not too worried about that. But it's funny somebody coming from California, where salons are still at what forty percent capacity yeah, or fifty percent. But I think they actually they actually opened yesterday. <gasps> oh well, then we then it's fine. Yeah, but their little faces walking through opened. our busy salon today, he's like, "Oh wow, you guys are full in here, huh?" Yeah, like, we yep. have been for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, that's <laughs> COVID's done in Texas. Yeah, don't mess with Texas. Yeah, so. but no, it's a fun day, and um, honestly, kind of. This year, I'm really looking forward to it being less girls with maybe more intense makeovers because this last year, truly, they looked the exact same in their before and after pictures. Because the other thing we do is we get to go to their auditions and do pre-consultations with girls trying out for the team and tell them what we would change about their hair. So sometimes we're doing a makeover on them before they ever try out. Yeah. And so if you have not, um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you're probably going to want to at Tangerine Salons um, and then also at Tangerine Salon Pro. Shay will always post a lot of stuff about that on there. So it's always interesting to see some of the behind the scenes and some of the, you know, some of the, the, the pre 
mm-hmm. stuff before the show, you know, and we're able to show some of that, like, you know, Marshall be, do the, you know, the initial consultations, things like that. So yep. I think she posted on there today, Charlotte Jones on her Instagram and, you know, and, you know, a billionaire on your Instagram is always fun, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> always a fun opportunity to meet one of the Joneses. Yeah. And uh, she's always been nice. We met her once or twice before anyway and she's very very kind person so and i will say and i always take i always take a moment to say this because every person that we've ever met for the dallas cowboys from jerry jones on down has always been so kind to us Mm -hmm. and again we are the lowest of the totem pole (laughs) you know i can understand them treating ford motor company who you know they're to a trip to the bahamas yeah or at&t who pays (laughs) who knows how many millions to be named for the stadium um, no, I mean, it doesn't matter who it is, uh, whether it be a Jones mm-hmm. or whether it be the marketing director, whoever it may be, they're the kindest, most awesome people and treat us just like we're Ford or AT&T or any of those. But it's also the girls on the team too. So even the rookies that come through the standard that they're held to, they have not even made the team yet. They have to come looking like a million bucks. I mean, they come in in their cocktail dresses and their heels with their hair and makeup completely done and they have to be there on time and a certain, you know, like they are just the most professional polished girls that come through in these rookies. And they, anything Kelly says, they're like, yes, can't wait. Love that. Mm-hmm. Of course you can cut my hair off. Of course I can go blonde. So it's always exciting. There's been a, like, I would say any drama has been extremely minimal on these days. Do yeah. you recall any crazy drama? No, it's a, it's always a good day. Yeah, I mean, except for the first year, that was so long. That oh, was gosh, crazy. Yeah. We did we did narrow that down. And how long do you think it'll take this time? Oh, I'm hoping we do it. I mean, their production says like nine to ten, I think, but I bet we finish by seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it always takes way longer than it should. Yeah, I'll be anxious to see what it's like. I mean, if if the team has to wear masks and everything, I feel kind of bad because they're TV time. They're going right. to be wearing masks and. And so it's just a great perk to, you know, I mean, it's bragging rights to get to say, hey, look, watch me on, watch for me tonight on. Yeah, and nobody team. wants to see that either. I was telling Brandon, I was watching one of the Real Housewives and their glam team came in and they looked like they were going in for open heart surgery. It was like mesh outfits and gloves and footies and, you know, hairnets and face shields as if you're going to get COVID from your clothing (laughs) having it on there so it's a little bit of overkill i know it's all for optics but it's too much but i think the optics need to change well at this point i mean the president we were told we're fine everybody has said no mask come on if you're vaccinated that needs to be the optics yes you know to to you know hopefully get as many people as we can so that we can be over all of this silly mess Anyway, um, what else? Anything else to say about that? No, we're excited. And maybe we'll get to do another update after the makeover day with how it goes. But it should be a fun year this year. Yeah. I'm glad um, to be back in person. Yeah. We, it totally skipped over last year, except for Marshall was. I think he yeah. Zoom called in mm-hmm. or something like that on the show. But hopefully this will be even you know, more fun, fantastic. So like I said, jump on our website and that, and, and where you can watch some of those past episodes and different things and follow us on Instagram so that, uh, and Shay puts up stuff all the time about that during this time. But with that being said, I guess we'll see you next time, right? Yep. Next week. Next week. Consistently. Consistency is key, Lauren. I've told you that a million times. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. We are so happy that you joined us for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Check out the show notes, links, and more at TheEverydaySalon.com. We can't wait to chat with you again next time on The Everyday Salon.